As a mom, you wear a lot of hats, and sometimes it seems like you're going in a million directions at once. At the 29-Minute Mom, we want to give you the tools to bring it all under control and reach your highest potential. If you give us a few minutes, we'll help you find those extra hours you need every week to achieve balance and satisfaction in everything you're trying to get done. The 29-Minute Mom. It's time just for you. And now, here's your host, life's organization expert, author and coach, Jennifer Ford Berry. Hi, everybody. This is Jennifer Ford Berry back again with the 29 Minute Mom podcast. And today we are going to be chatting it up with Hannah Keeley. Hannah is the host of the television series Hannah Help Me. She is the author of Hannah Keeley's Total Mom Makeover and also the founder of Mom Mastery University. Hannah is also the host of the Crazy Blessed podcast. She is the mom of eight children, seven by birth, and she loves helping other mamas create better lives with her typical quote, no excuses method. So welcome, Hannah. Thank you. Wow. I feel like I am <laughs> such a pro now. Like I, I just, wow. Thank you so much for that intro. I am glowing. Aw. Well, I want everybody listening to know that that's like half of your bio. I would be <laughs> spending 29 minutes talking about everything you've got your hands in if I were to mention every little thing. So if you want to know more about Hannah, just look her up because it's a very, very, very long list. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Which you witnessed. I didn't even know you witnessed because I didn't know the headset was even recording. But um, yeah, the whole time when, when you're waiting for me to get the kids settled down to even do this podcast, it was it's crazy, all the stuff going on. But that's fun. It's well, fun. we didn't even... I didn't even mention that part that you homeschool in the middle of this huge list of things. So that really impresses me. (laughs) I don't know how you do it, but I don't either. um, I just, sometimes I sit in the dark and wonder like, what, what is happening here? But that's cool. Um, Yeah. So I want everyone to know just something that I'm going to give you credit for right now is that Hannah and I, um, you know, I don't even know what year we met, but we met, I think maybe I did, I spoke on your podcast or something and we started keeping in touch over the internet. And then last year, um, you spoke at a conference that I helped put on in Batavia, New York called the Eve conference. So we got to actually hang out face to face and you got to stay here in my home with your daughter, Kelsey, which was super special. That was so and much fun. You guys, everyone needs to go so stay fun. at Jennifer's house. So um, let's all go over there <laughs> together. <laughs> uh, let's have a sleepover. Everybody can bring their pajamas. <laughs> yes, fun. But um, what I want to give you credit for, Hannah, is I remember um, a f- you know several months after that just talking to you and about like kind of my next steps in my career. And it was your idea and your the chat with you that really gave me the idea to do this podcast. And I just want to go ahead and publicly thank you for that. Oh, praise God. I am so excited about that. Jennifer, that's amazing. That's so cool because you have such a gift. You have so much to offer. And putting it out there, everybody needs to be listening to this because you just have such a way of reaching people where they are and helping them to create the kind of homes, the kind of spaces, the kind of lives that we all want to live. So you are so, you are such a blessing. You are so anointed. Praise God that you're getting it out there. It's awesome. Aw, thank you, girly. 
So I want to go ahead and jump into our conversation today. We're going to actually be talking about a really interesting um, topic called professionalizing the hood. And you like to call it the mama hood, which I think is so funny and so you. And if you haven't followed Hannah in the past, you need to start following her because girlfriends all over Facebook right now with these awesome free weekly series. I mean, you first of all have to talk about those because I've been just following along with your sexy challenge and your routine <laughs> challenge. I kind of like you're part of my routine now. Like you're part of my makeup routine. You don't I don't even know if you know that. But when I put on my makeup to go to work, I'm listening to you. <laughs> that is so cool. That is super cool. Yeah, I love doing challenges because it's something that you know, it just helps us to focus on one area of our life and kind of get that wrapped up. And I don't, I don't know about you, but I think a lot of moms, we just are constantly think we need to be multitasking and doing everything under the sun. And we never take enough time to get one thing right, you know, because so many things come at us. Absolutely. And so like, that's why last month I was like, let's just tackle our daily routines. Like if we can just get our daily routines down, let's start with make up the bed. Like something simple. Let's start with getting our what I what I call getting your boob on your butt out of bed, I getting your that. boob that on every morning, and you know things like that. We've got to focus, kind of focus down, so we can broaden out and get and start developing these areas where we really have our game going strong. And so this month, since it's February, Valentine's Day, you know, I was doing, um, and we're about to wrap that up, the sexy back challenge, getting your sexy back into your marriage. Because so many times with moms, we let our kids and our lives and our busyness take precedence. And we don't make sex intentional in our marriage. So that's what we are focusing on this month. And so husbands all over the world are singing my praises right now, which I'm so grateful for. But you just increased your fan base. Try, you know, that's right. Three that's times right. over. That's right. <laughs> that the, the husbands are like, whatever you do, please keep listening to Hannah. Please. <laughs> my life you're has like, never like, been you're so satisfying. Seven seconds. <laughs> but I got to tell you this too. My friend um, that was at the Eve conference last year, she was having lunch with me and she's like, she said she's been kissing her husband for seven seconds, which you yes. mentioned on in the challenge. And she goes, the first couple of days, I just let him, you know, relish in it. And then after a couple of days, I was like, he's like, what's up with this every day? And she's like, well, I've been listening to this challenge with Hannah Keeley. And she kind of <laughs> told us to do this. <laughs> just following orders. <laughs> yep. Just following the game plan. There you go. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, I, I think you're doing awesome. I mean, everything you do, I love, this is what I love about you. You give people real life skills that they can use and implement, but you always are coming from a faith-based place. Amen. And when you stayed here at our house, I really got to see how strong your faith is. And um, that's been really, you know, just amazing. One of the things that I really learned about you um, that I will never forget is how you speak you speak the truth into existence. So, you know, I think you remember when we were like both getting ready for our presentations the night before the conference, my computer just completely stopped working. And I had a little bit of a panic attack and you just came in and were super calm and said a little prayer over my Mac and walked away like it was all going to be okay. And I remember thinking, she's really sure about this? Okay, because I'm kind of freaking out right now. <laughs> and then... 
And then what, I mean, how many times did I hit the power button on, you know, trying to put it on and then finally it comes back on. Of course, the battery was completely full and I went upstairs to tell you and you said, you know, Satan doesn't want you to give that presentation tomorrow, Jennifer. And I was like, you're absolutely right. So I love your outlook on stuff like that. Oh, I love it. God's just too good. It's just, it's just so, you know, you really have to have like a theology degree to complicate the the gospel because it's just so easy. Like I was, I was that kid who was put in special ed. So it has to be simple for me. And thank God he made it so simple for us to tap into the favor, the abundance, the wealth, the joy, everything that God has to offer. And no matter where we are in life, you're busy as a mom, you're working outside the home, working inside the home, you're you're single, you're frustrated. I mean, wh- wherever you are, you know, God has a way of taking you where you are to where your true desire is, that, that life that he breathed into you, that dream he breathed into you. He's got a way to do it. And instead of trying to figure it out, and keep bumping our head up against the wall. Would we just go to his word and just live by his word? It makes it so much easier. We don't need to worry about how to fix a Mac. We just pray over it and it's done. Like it's just so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so I good. I love it. <laughs> so let's get into professionalizing the, the hood because I think this is a really awesome concept and I I could completely agree with it. So give us the lowdown on what you're talking about when you're talking about, you know, treating m- motherhood like you would treat a business. Absolutely. And this is the problem where a lot of moms, you have a baby and you think you're just going to know how to do this thing. And all of a sudden, I don't know what it was like for, um, you know, a lot of listeners right now, but for me, like I had just a few kids at the time found myself drowning in debt, like just disgusting debt where we were like robbing Peter to pay Paul and couldn't, uh, didn't even want to answer the phone because we knew his collectors, horrible crippling debt. I was out of shape. I was depressed, had anxiety, overwhelmed. The house is cluttered. I mean, what could go wrong was going wrong. And I got to that point where I found myself, I just walked in with this load of laundry. I remember the day I walked in with this load of laundry and caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. And there was this, I was in my twenties and there was this old, decrepit, miserable woman looking back at me. And I'm like, what is happening? You're like, you know, that greasy hair pulled back, a, a baggy t-shirt because, of course, you know, when you gain a lot of weight, wear baggy t-shirts and it makes you look so slim. And uh, so, you know, <laughs> it was one of those stretchy pants, frustrating days. And I just collapsed right there in the laundry, sobbing my stinking eyes out, like ugly cry, Jennifer, where you don't know where the snot is and the tears are, you know, it's like, and, yep. and I was sitting there crying and crying, and crying, my life, my life is so miserable. And then I got this revelation that no one was coming in to help me. Like no one was coming in to give me a check to pay off my debt or coming in with, you know, biggest loser coaches to help me get in shape and no one coming in to make, let me leave for a resort so they could declutter my house. I had made choices that had led me to that point, and so it was up to me to make choices to get my butt out of that situation. So I just dug into the Word of God, and whatever Scripture had to say about it, I followed it. If he said, do not be in debt to any man, then I I started running my finances the way God wanted me to run. If he said, you know, give the top 10%, then we started tithing. That was one of the hardest decisions, by the way, I've ever had to make 
was when I was in so deep in debt and I didn't even know how to buy groceries to feed my kids to tithe. But it was when I started investing in God's kingdom and getting the skills to grow myself that I started pulling me and my whole family out of that mess. And it was, it wasn't overnight, but after several years, I was like, this really works. Like this really, really works. And, and I started treating being a mom because sometimes we're like, Oh, I'm just a mom, which is the most ludicrous statement in the world. I'm just shaping generations to change the world. I mean, seriously, it's like such a stupid brainless statement to say you're just a mom because it's the most powerful position you could ever find yourself in. And when you treat it with that reverence, treat it with that respect, then you can start investing and professionalizing it. Um, There's this, I don't know if you ever saw that uh, like infographic that was going around for a while, like how much a mom should make. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's oh, like, yeah. they, yeah. they really yep. earn a salary. They should be earning a salary of like $430,000. And I was looking at that. I was like, well, that's a pile of poop. That that means nothing because, and this is why. Now listen, this is why. I've got a good reason. Because <laughs> there are people who pay 10 bucks to get a haircut. And there are people who pay $200 to get a haircut. There are people who pay $5 for a meal and people who pay 70 bucks for a meal. It all is in what you value. So you can't say that stay at home mom should make $400,000 a year because what if she only puts in $20,000 of work? So when you are not treating it professionally, no, that's, you don't have any value in it. You've got to recognize this is your chosen career it is a valuable career. You treat it that way. You get up, you set an alarm, you get yourself dressed, you treat it professionally, you have you make plans, you schedule um you schedule your tasks out, you develop your routines. And when you start treating it professionally, you will get the results. The Bible says God's not going to be mocked. Whatever man sows, he reaps. So don't think like it's kind of mocking how God set things in motion to think that if you're not going to put anything into it, you're going to get something out of it. You have to invest in it and plant seed there if you're going to reap a harvest. So if you want to be a million dollar mom, then treat it as if it's a million dollar profession and um, rise to the occasion. And when you do, man, God's going to open up so much abundance in your life that it's going to knock your socks off. I know this because I'm living it. Yeah, absolutely. And so for those moms listening right now, Hannah, and they're just like, this sounds so awesome. And I want to get started. You said you opened up the Bible and you dove in. Did you have a specific, you know, devotional you were following? Like, how did you start getting yourself into the routine of diving in every single day? And I know for me, one of the most important things is to have that, that, um, will to want to do it. And we can simply ask for the Holy Spirit to give us that will and it completely works. But then after that, I always need something to follow, like something that keeps me on task. So what did you use and how did you go about that? Well, I'll tell you what, when I, when I opened up the Bible that first time, a verse really jumped out at me. It's in Romans 12. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you can test and prove what the will of God is, his good, Mm -hmm. pleasing and perfect will. 
And I was like, all right, I was looking at my life and I was like, my life's not good. My life's not pleasing. My life is not perfect. And it says right here in God's word that test him and prove him, prove his word so that you can live a life that is good, pleasing and perfect. I'm like, and so that's when I was like, you know what? I've been trying to conform to the pattern of this world, the way the world says to do things. The way the world says to spend your time, the way the world says to raise your kids, the way the world says to manage your money. And it said very clearly, transform your mind according to the word of God. So I had to get into the word of God and start transforming the way I thought about everything so that I could prove God's will in my life and it would be good and it would be pleasing and it would be perfect. And I just flat out said, all right, I'm testing this out. Like I'm going to test it. I'm putting it to the test mm-hmm. and I'm going to see if it really does work. And it worked better than I could have ever imagined. It was that Ephesians 3.20 thing where it's exceedingly abundantly beyond anything you can think or hope or imagine. Where I thought, well, maybe if I could, you know, apply God's word and follow his direction on how I manage my money or how I manage my marriage or my kids, I could get to a place where I could control it and and, and it wouldn't be so hard. And God had so much more in stories like, oh, no, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be phenomenal. So I just started digging in God's word. And I'll tell you, I um, know how important it is to get into God's word. And I actually developed, <laughs> you're going to laugh about this, Jennifer, because you know me. I developed the short attention span Bible reading program because... <laughs> because I was that kid and I still am where it's like I can't sit still like I you know I just I my attention's all over the place and uh I developed that and if you go to biblesquirrel.com it's just it's a free Mm -hmm. bible reading program and it just walks you through so you can read the entire bible and um I truly believe you really don't need as much of a devotional as you need to get into God's word and let the Holy Spirit teach you so it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's getting into God's word and, and praying before you read God's word and saying, God, what do you want to show me through this? And he's good. He's faithful. He will teach you and get and get plugged into the right teaching, too. And I hate to say it, but not every church is teaching um, the word, you know, and, and how to apply right. the word. So get right. in, get in the, the right teaching to know how to get the results. And And here's here's the way I see it. Like. I don't want to take financial advice from someone who's broke or I don't want to take like weight loss advice from someone who's overweight. I want to see someone who is living God's will in their life and has so much joy and their family is um, operating together and, and they're, they're unified. And so they're like exhibiting the favor of God in their life. Like they're not only a symbol of it, but they're also a source of it because they're blessing others. And so uh, when you look at this, look for the teaching that is exhibiting what you want in life, the joy, the favor, the blessing, all of that. Right. And we, you know, it's, it's amazing. We just did a podcast like a month ago about even just 15 minutes in the morning and what that can do for your life. Yeah. And because, you know, you like me, you, you have a lot going on and you're a planner. So I remember I would wake up in the morning and I would just be like, where do I start? Okay, I, I want to do this, this, and this, and this. Like I have a really long to-do list today, so much to get done, and I got to get started. Yeah. And then I would start and I would, you know, think to myself, okay, I just don't have time to, you know, spend with God today. But then 
the days that I did spend with God, my day went so much smoother and I got so much more done because I had a clear mind. And like you said, renewing of the mind is so powerful. And then it's like all of a sudden the fog lifts and you can see your life, you know, crystal clear and you know exactly what you need to do that. You know, yeah. that day, but the, even 15 minutes, what a huge difference. Oh, and, you know, huge. sometimes, sometimes you might have much more time than that, but even if you don't have a lot of time, at least start with 15 minutes and see what it can do for your life. It's amazing. That's so true. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't think you have enough time to spend with God, then just, just, just stay out of the word and see how your time goes. Because here's what I found <laughs> yeah. out. Like, like, kind of like when it comes to tithing. I'd rather have 90% blessed than 100% cursed. So I'd rather have, like, if I'm spending 30 minutes with God, I'd rather have 23 hours and 30 minutes blessed than to have 40, 24 hours cursed. Because all of a sudden, my day's not going as well as I wanted to. I've wasted time. I've gone down rabbit trails. When I spend time with God, He gives me that divine knowledge to understand how to spend my time, to understand what I need to invest in, to, to understand what projects I need to pursue and which ones I need to drop. So it is the best investment of your time because it makes the rest of your time so much more productive. Absolutely. It really is. And it's one of those things like, just like you said, just test it out. Yeah. And see the difference. He'll prove it to you. He will. He's so good. I am so big. Also, you said like 15 minutes in the morning. I'm super big on daily routines. So if yes. I don't have my daily routine, like I have to have um, about two hours in the morning. And I know like for most people, it's like, whoa, I, you know, what in the world? It, it started out an hour and it got so, I got so much out of that, that it expanded to two hours. And so I have to wake up super early and I spend those first two hours in the most constructive way possible. Like I front load my day so that the rest of it can go according to plan. But if I don't have that, if I don't have that routine, then man, it's like, it's like the day is a wash. I mean, that's the thing. Time management for any mom listening. You, that's another point of treating motherhood like a business because so many moms that I work with, when we start to talk about, you know, what they want to get done and they feel overwhelmed and they can't get ahead and da, 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 I'll say, okay, so how do you keep track of your to-dos and where do you keep your schedule? And a lot of moms will say, well, I don't have that. And it, it's like going through your work day at an office without a plan right. or building a house without a blueprint. You have to take control of that time or the time's going to control you. And nobody, you know, we all know that feeling of going to bed at night, laying down and thinking, oh, I didn't get, you know, what I wanted to accomplish yeah. done. And it makes you feel guilty. Like who needs that extra mother guilt? I don't. No. <laughs> down with the mom guilt. No more mom yeah. guilt. No. Guilt is the worst. No one needs that. And if you, if there is someone who is feeling the mom guilt, just understand that God's mercy is new every morning, every moment. He is ready to meet you right where you are. Don't let the past or don't even let your current circumstances talk down to you. You need to rise above them and say, oh no, you're not going to hold this over me anymore. I am, I am a child of the most high God. I am well above this. He created me to be the top and not the bottom, the head and not the tail and rise above it. Take authority over it and decide right now, this is where it changes. Everyone has to have that moment. And every huge life change, you can trace back to a moment when you decided not anymore. So 
So maybe true. there, maybe some of your listeners, Jennifer, are at that point where they're like, you know what, I, I'm, I'm ready for that. Like I'm ready for that change, and I'm just, I'm going to rise above this. I was created for so much more than this, and I'm ready to make that jump right now. And and that really one decision, you're one decision away from the most abundant life you could ever imagine. And every minute you can choose differently. So, I mean, even if you did, you didn't choose this way yesterday, today's a new day. If you're listening, you can choose it right now. Oh yeah. And there's so many tools out there and resources that can help you after you make that choice that it's, yeah, at that point, you know, easy to, to make a move and just one little change every day. I mean, everybody thinks that changing their life or, you know, I say this all the time when it comes to organization, you can't organize your house one day, but every little piece that you build on top of each other makes a huge difference. It's worth starting. It's worth starting. Even if it's, you know, a half an hour. That's right. And I'm, I'm sorry, but I think half an hour is the best uh, segment of time. Like people think, Oh, I've got to spend an entire weekend doing this. And that's miserable. No one wants to Mm -hmm. do that. But what you can get done, moms typically grossly underestimate how much they can get done in half an hour. And um, I call it dirty 30. Like if you can just take 30 minutes and for the first 25 minutes of those, just bust your behind and work like there's no tomorrow and get like what I call missile mode focus, where you are just zeroed in on your target. You're going to, you're going to look up from that task and it's going to be like 12 minutes. You'll be like, what? How did I do that so fast? We just really underestimate how much we can actually get done. But here's what happens. We're like, Oh, it's going to take too much time. Let me distract myself. Let me get on Facebook. Let me scroll on Instagram for about eight hours and see if that helps improve my life any. And, and so we really, it just comes down to, you know what, just decide and put some massive action behind it. And you're going to shock yourself with your ability and what you can get accomplished. Yeah. And just setting it timer sometimes, if you can just stay focused Uh until that timer goes off is such a huge difference, but you have to be able to not say yes to all the distractions. I mean, even 10 minutes. Yeah. Sometimes you may only have 10 minutes. I can get a lot done in 10 minutes if I stay focused. Oh, totally. And all, yeah, I mean, it's sometimes it's just like that's all you have. So use yeah. it instead of waiting for the perfect time. There's no perfect time. Yeah. So it's just jumping in. Yeah, absolutely. But go ahead and tell us. What, I wanted to back up a minute, Hannah, how you said you front load your, your mornings. I think, did you tell me or did I just imagine this that when you were here that you only um, do like – work on your business two hours a day? Um, I try to limit it to two hours a day, but that doesn't always happen. I set aside four hours. So, but I spread it out. So I'll do, um, two hours and I'll in the early morning Well, not really a full two hours. I'll do like about an hour in the morning and then I do an hour during their reading time. And then I try during, um, in the afternoon when it's like their free time, then do two more hours. So at the most, at the very most, I will spend four hours, but, um, I'm telling you, Jennifer, like I can, my two hours are typically like an eight hour workday. 
because I do not let anything distract me because I know how precious that time is and I would rather spend it with my kids. So I am, I'm like in and out, man. Well, we're, I'm like, I'm like seals, you know, I'm like in and out, like we're going to get the work done. And when you just don't sit there and, and keep tabs open and, and check out your phone and organize your desk, I see how people typically work. It's like, Oh my gosh. I could have gotten the project done. And here's another problem with a lot of moms, Jennifer, we wait till it's perfect before we, I mean, sometimes you just got to ship it. I mean, you, you just have to, my mantra is sloppy success beats perfect failure because we get stuck in this perfection paralysis where, well, I can't start homeschooling until I get the perfect lesson plans. I can't mop the floor until I get my perfect little string mop and I have everything cleared up and, <laughs> I, and it's ridiculous. I can't paint the walls until I get all the clutter cleaned out and the drop cloth down. And we just put everything off because we will never get to that place where it's perfect. Sometimes you just get it done and it's ugly and it's messy and it's sloppy and it's imperfect, but it's done. And next time it's going to be a little less sloppy and a little less imperfect but it's going to be done. And pretty soon you're going to be like working like a well-oiled machine, like seriously in and out, baby. Yep. And actually getting stuff done makes you feel, you know, you actually brings more energy into your life to give you motivation to get more stuff uh, done. So it's a snowball it's effect. It's the best cycle ever. <laughs> get into it. It's good here. We got cookies. It's come on over. It's good. <laughs> Oh, I love you. You're so Oh, awesome. I love you too. We, we, life is good. Life is good. Especially when we're together, right? Oh my gosh. You have to come back up again for another Eve conference. Oh, absolutely. Too much fun. Absolutely. I'd love to. You just, you just give me the word. I'm there. I love it. I love helping moms. I love helping women. I love speaking life into people because life is worth living. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. And for anybody listening that needs more of Hannah, which we all do, then you can go to her website, Hannah Help Me. Just go first of all, just Google her. You'll see all sorts of stuff that's going on with Hannah. And if you haven't already gone to her Facebook page, it's very, very active. She's constantly on there doing the challenges. She's doing the crazy blessed um, Bible study. Just, you know, you pouring so much life into all these women. And if you need a pick-me-up, Hannah is your girl. I'm telling you. So check her out. Hannah Keeley. Thank you, my friend, so much for being here today on the 29-Minute Mom. Thank you so much. It's been a joy. Thanks. I appreciate it. And thank you to all of you listening. This has been another episode of the 29-Minute Mom. where we.